Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest show on earth. That's right, it's the Hard Luck Show. Coming to you live from the virus bunker today. Sitting across from me, my co-host is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian. I'm going to put... <laughs> the hell? This, this isn't savages. This is uh, <laughs> like spa, spa Native American music. What does that mean? <laughs> it means like everyone calm the fuck down. Everybody Some meditation shit? What the hell? Let your balls slowly drop. Do not fear coronavirus. What the hell? You don't like that? <laughs> what the hell are you doing, man? What's going on with you, man? What do you mean, man? It's time for everyone to cut. You know, not everything Indian is about killing and going crazy. Some of it's yes, about. Yes, it is. Nah, Damn some it. of it's about calm the hell down. Some of it's about, hey. This show ain't about calm the hell down. This show's about killing and scalping. Is that what this show's about? Yes, sir. (laughs) It's about killing and scalping? God damn it. All right. Well, let me see what I can do about that. Let me ask you something. No, no. Let me see. Do you listen to this when you work out? Hell no. Okay. But when I calm down, I do. But this ain't calming down. I don't need calm down. You don't need calm down? (laughs) I need goddamn Red Bull. What's that other shit you drink? The Rockstar. Rockstar. Sunrise. What? Is this what you need? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Come on. Huh. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about, man. Guess who? Get, I have a very special announcement to make. Yes. You know, uh, we have a very special guest with us today. Somebody that um, some of you might have forgotten about. I don't even know. It's been yeah, a long time. Yeah, you may time. have forgotten about this guy. You easily, easily forget to easily to forget this guy because uh, uh, when what when you what is that old uh, that old saying? Oh, well, how's it go? What is that? Something like when you when you can't see him, you forget about him, or what? No, out of sight, out, out of, of sight, mind. out of mind. Yeah, but one thing you can't ever forget is the sparkle, the gleam in those old blue eyes. <laughs> Oh, sounds like Juman's being nice today. What's uh, wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I like having this guy here. Man, we're putting this motherfucker on the fucking cross today, man. Where the fuck you been, Sean? <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? Goddamn show producer. What show are you producing? What do you mean? I do your audio every week, twice a week. God damn it. So, first of all... If we got to be front lines fighting this fucking virus, bro... You need to be right here with us, man. We joined together. Yeah, I, I mean, listen. We got drafted together, that's motherfucker. That's true. We did get drafted at the same time. But, but, uh, 
so, dude, how many times have we God gone into? Damn it! So Sean's father-in-law uh-huh. was going to be. He was going to be, I think, a sponsor for the show, right? He was like, "Hey, if you guys did it, did it up." But we talked so much shit about the fact that what <laughs> that Sean, you did, I did. Oh. I, I know at least I did. I know you did too. <laughs> we talked so much shit about how Sean's wife is forcing him to babysit for months on end while she goes to India. Hey, it's God not he ain't listening to the show. His father-in-law. Yeah, no, he loves it. His, his, so he heard all that. He loves it, bro. His father-in-law looks like John Ritter. Did he love the part where we were talking <laughs> badly about, or, or, or we were talking, we weren't talking honestly about his daughter? Uh, yeah, it's his stepdaughter, right? Sean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's his stepdaughter. Okay. I don't know. Sean, did he ever hit those episodes, or did, or did he not? Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Sean, come know. on. Bro. He didn't you, mention you, it. You'll know when he hits he those episodes. It. You'll be the first to know, I would imagine. Yeah. He probably... Well. Uh, so, wait a second. So, Sean, wh- where, first of all... Where were you, actually? Because we think you're in Tehachapi, but where were you? I was in Vacaville. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you were in Corcoran. <laughs> no, no, he's up in Pelican Bay. Area. No, County you were in one of those fucking CDC Iron- neighborhoods. He was in Ironwood. Yeah. He was at Mule Creek. So mm-hmm. um, what were you? So how long were you in Vacaville? Because like, you went up there initially just because your wife went back to India to her other husband or whoever's over there. Right. And, and uh, you were watching the kid for like a month or something, like three weeks or whatever it was. And then coronavirus hit, which prolonged things, right? Yeah, I was like two weeks into it. And then right. she had to come back. So she had to scramble to to get a ticket. And then uh, they shut down one of the airports. So she had to go to a different airport. And it was, uh, but she got out. and she In got India. Back. So she almost got trapped yeah. in India on coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? I, wow, I can't imagine because this dude would have been left on his own <laughs> for like three, four months. But my 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 point is, is though, can you? But but imagine being stuck in India with coronavirus, and you're not from India. Yeah. I mean, what would you do? No. What would you do, dude? What would you do? So she got out of there, and was there any um, like? What did they say? I'm playing sitar music right now. Yeah. This is your wife, dude. She's like swimming against crowds that are. She's tiny. She weighs like a probably 110 pounds. Dude, if that. Right. She's like. Um, so she got out, and then you picked her up. She got out. She got back. Yep. And were you worried that she might have had coronavirus when she came back, or no? Because she was on a plane. Uh, yeah, she was on a plane. Um. Yeah, I wasn't really worried about it. All right. But, uh, that was before it got really serious. Right, that's right. It was just kicking off. It's funny because I talked to her when she was over there, and she's like, eh. I was like, yeah, this coronavirus is crazy. She she's was like, poo-pooing eh, it? <laughs> there ain't nothing going on here. They're not worried about it in India. <laughs> really? Like, right. Right. Now then, they're worried about now it. Now they're worried. Yeah. 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 And then, okay, so you were, like, talking to her about... How would you talk to her through there? FaceTime or something? Uh, WhatsApp. WhatsApp. That's the big it, international fucking is that, um Is that a visual or just type? Just both. It can be it's any, both, right? yeah. yeah you what can, were you yeah. doing? Were you using both or was it just texting? Huh? Like, oh, I was were, using both. Yeah, I was using both. Do you guys ever do WhatsApp? Oh, I. Do you guys ever do WhatsApp sex? Like, do you ever... Does she ever, like... In, from India? 
Yeah, like she's in India and she starts disrobing and you're just, you know, whacking it after you've beaten your meat. Right. Do you, you guys ever do that? No. I don't know. That was a slow no. That was a <laughs> slow no. That was a Was there a is there a delay here? No. We didn't do that, no. No, you didn't manscape no. down your bush so you could really pull without <laughs> yanking on some cubes. <laughs> I'd be all over the screen. There'd be all sorts of digital fucking uh, uh, Lucky's Chile all over the place, bro. Dude, the fucking the show that anybody wants to look at it. The laptop will fucking short out. Yeah. All right. So okay. So she comes back and it's not hit yet. And then another thing happened is you transitioned out of your out of your day job, right? Yeah. All like, right. Hmm. Can you not maybe think about a week it? before the before the lockdown so a week before, before the, the shelter th in place yeah week before the lockdown his wife's coming back from india he's in vacaville right and gets canned and yeah and now now jobs dried up so now he's just kind of stranded up there and then and then though you started so then what happens what, what so now you got nothing going on on the one hand it's like free time right yeah yeah, and then, it's free time. And then, and then what happened? But then, but I also started working on the other another podcast. So I flew down to this is another podcast. Yeah, Did you yeah. say another podcast? So I flew down to LA <laughs> and recorded, and then flew back up. So I had some stuff to work on. Oh, that's that right. Remember, he flew. Yeah, he I picked him up from the airport. Right. And you got, we were going to get set up before coronavirus at the W Hotel. Yeah, all sorts of good shit was going to happen for us. Soundboards yeah, and fucking, yeah. fucking whatever. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. The guy who produced uh, Poison's music was going to be oh, our sound. Man, there was a lot of good shit was going to happen, right? Right. And then fucking nothing. And then yeah. nothing. Then we got so okay. So then you was like, yeah, lucky we're going to lunch at the fucking W. We're gonna go for a tour. We're gonna sit out, sit in for a little while at the studio. I picked up. He has me drop me off, drop him off over at some fucking mobile home park in fucking <laughs> Burbank. <laughs> Tells me to kick rocks. Skedaddle. He's like, hey, kick rocks, man. Right, I got right. I got business to take right, care of. Right. Hey, get out of here. I got to do some stuff. What happened? What was the changeup? Was the changeup for? I thought you like you were. Are you listening to this show? <laughs> no. Were yeah, you what hanging you out? <laughs> what was the change up from hanging out with Steve and all that other stuff? And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, drop me off at my friend's house. I got to go over here. Uh, they were well. A, we couldn't. We were going to go to uh, was it Gold Diggers? We we're going to use Gold Diggers. Right. And then uh, that didn't that didn't pan out. I guess so. We were using the W Hotel. Yeah. The Sound Studio or whatever at the W Hotel. And then. Uh, uh, yeah, they weren't ready yet. They weren't ready to meet us, so I had Steve drop me off at my buddy's house. Dude, it's show business, Steve. Sometimes people just ain't ready. You know? Well, they're never ready for us. Right. I mean, that's exactly. the story of our life. So, all right. So you go okay, and then that happens. You fly down. You fly back to who picks you up at Vacaville? Like, you, there's no airport in Vacaville, dude. So where no, do they just throw you off with a parachute? <laughs> or what in Vacaville? Sacramento. Sacramento flies into oh. Sacramento. Sacktown. Sac Mozzie. Right. Shout out to Mozzie. Yeah. E40. All right. Uh -huh. So then, right? E40's from Vallejo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Uh, Brother Lynch hung? Yes. Okay. Brother, Brother Lynch, Lynch hung. X rated. Sacramento. All right. SIBO. Thank, Thank you very much. 
And so then you go back to Vacaville. Now you you got nothing to worry about. You got little your little project. You got you know the the editing for this show to do, but you're kind of like on a retreat, right? Like like now right. you're on a you're on a retreat. Now you're like you got some peace. You got some quiet. Did you have quiet? Uh no, definitely no quiet. Why did you have three? There's three kids there and a, and a baby. <laughs> so. what, are you, what are you, mother and father-in-law, the daycare center up there for everybody or what? How are there so many kids? These people are older, aren't they? Are they still having kids? No, no, no. So the the parents live with, um, you know, the daughter and her husband, and they have three kids. So I was up there with my kid and the and, and his cousins. So your kid was with three cousins. Yeah. He must have loved that. He loved it. Yeah. They were on the, the trampoline all day. Trampoline. Yeah. Big old trampoline. They were driving uh, those little electric. What are those little cars that the kids get in? And they got yeah. like mm-hmm. forward and reverse. Yeah. 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 He loved it. Yeah. So and then and so what are you doing, dude? At some point, right, you're. You know, do you ever like so? What else happens? Get to it, man. I want to hear about your construction, your construction experience. Um, my mother-in-law said, "Yeah, you could work with Scott," and so I was like, "All right." Scott, Scott is the Scott is the father-in-law, right? Right, the guy who looks like John Ritter. Yeah. Was it uh, um, Sean can go work with Scott, or was it? Hey, Sean, you're <laughs> enough of this laying on your ass. You see your father-in-law get up and go to work every day get busy get up and do something is that how it happened or it was like oh sean you can go definitely work. not What's because i you know they offered it and then i didn't go for the first week you know because i was just sitting it out uh right wondering what was going to happen with the the other podcasts and if i had enough editing stuff i didn't want to get too super overwhelmed they were like you could yeah you could you could work you know a couple days a week or whatever so i ended up doing that and uh yeah dude That's he was it. sending I mean, listen he was sending me videos listen listen all right i don't know but look let me explain to you the situation so i don't know when he starts swinging a hammer with scott father-in-law scott right mm-hmm. and I, how does father-in-law what is father-in-law scott's deal like what is how does he have construction work while the coronavirus is just starting to take hold like how does that work he had already established it. He set it up a long time ago. So he's got like two jobs that he's got going on. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and construction's still going on. And he's right. a construction dude. Does he is he a contractor or is he just he's a mainly contractor? Like, contract. Yeah. Okay. So his father-in-law is a contractor. Father-in-law's the boss. Yeah. Everyone on the fucking thing was kissing Sean's ass. Right. Some new guy. No, no, no. Who ha- he does all the work himself. Right. Okay. Oh, all right. So there is no crew? It's just you and him? There's no crew. It's just me and him, yeah. Oh, wow. Is it weird to be working with your father-in-law? Like, is it kind of weird? No, definitely not. It's not like, I don't want to fuck this up. I hope I don't fuck something up. What if he tells me to get something and I get the wrong thing? Oh, that dude. Or or what if what if um you know like what if I hurt myself? I can't bitch about it. Be like a little oh, baby. No. I got to be tough in front. What of What if he father. tells me to get a piece of plywood and I come back with a two by four and <laughs> some stupid? Is he gonna throw the hammer at like black marble and break <laughs> up the bathroom? And then is so he gonna make if, me box with him yeah, at lunchtime? Is he, is he gonna bring boxing gloves and right. is he gonna want to do a couple rounds? And then was there anything like that? Did he ask you to box? Did you guys have to fight? No, All definitely right, cool. not. 
And but so listen, with so so then I talked to Sean, right? And it was like in the initial. I think it might have been. Was it the first day or second day that you were swinging a hammer, Sean? What was that? Uh, it's like the first or second day, yeah. Yeah, Putting because dude, on a house. he w- he was glowing, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like when I talked to him, he had that like blue collar piece about him. He was like, because because Sean makes a, Sean's been working in the digital realm for like fifteen years or something like that. Right, right. right. He ain't had that his hands dirty and break a sweat in a long time. Nah, and he's had a lot yeah. of stupid ass fucking cubicle meetings with fucking subcommittees of subcommittees from German subsidiary fucking yes. digital e- EDM fuckers. Yeah, know? yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, oh, all yeah. that shit pays decent, but you know it's all on. You know it's it's all digital. It's nothing hard. So then I call him up, and you know I swear I kid you not, dude. It was like talking to Hackside Jim Duggett or something. He mm-hmm. was like he was like, hey man, you know it's uh, you know it's it's actually kind of you know it's kind of nice, man. I'm like what? What are you talking about? He's like you know I'm using my hands. <laughs> you know I'm actually building something. Yeah. You know something. Physical, I can see. You know, there's a yeah. kind of satisfaction. <laughs> there's a kind of satisfaction that comes with that. Yeah. Like, you know, man needs to build something he can see. <laughs> I found purpose on this planet. Right. It was yeah. like he was probably into it for like maybe like eight hours. And you know, I I'm down at the Delta. He wouldn't even. Say, I go, where are you? Like, where the fuck are you? He's like down at the Delta. Like he didn't, <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't say it like where it was like down at the Delta. Down at the Delta, man. And I'm looking, and you know what, man? It's like I'm outside, you know, and I can see the waters, you know, very smooth and peaceful, and you know, and I can see the cows, and the cows aren't tripping. And, it, it all <laughs> and I built up callus on my hands. Yeah, dude. Huh? One day, dude, and he was already ready to leave downtown L.A. He was Damn. like, man, this is, you know what? There's something to be said. I felt like I was talking to fucking one of the dudes on a river runs through it that was fly fishing. You know what I mean? Just going on. Sounds more like a broke back mountain dude talking. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on over there? Sean, so, okay, so you definitely went through that phase, right? Where you were like, ah, this is, yeah. <sighs> And then was there ever a point where you were like, you know what? This is just another job. Like, I got to get back. I can't be down here all the day. Uh, no. You didn't come to your senses? What happened? I'm sure sure you gave me like a month or two months in that. I probably would have been like, ah, this is fucked. (laughs) A month or two months. Repetition is just just too much for me or something, but. Yeah, I never hit that. I never hit yeah. that. It was, but it was so, pretty cool. So you packed up the the wife and Coit, and you went back to L.A. Uh, what? How did? What? What? What caused you to do that? Dude, I got sick, and uh, and I was kind of in quarantine in their house. I didn't want to go out. Oh, so you areas. got corona? You had coronavirus? Yeah, I got no. I was I was just sick. I don't know. It was just oh, cold. There is no such got. thing as sick right now. There, it's coronavirus. I guess not. Bro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well. All right. So I was. Uh, it's good because now we know that you're immune to it now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, what was uh, that sickness? How long did it last? Well, before you jump so far ahead, let's hear about this sickness. What kind of symptoms did you have, Sean? Sore throat. Oh, <laughs> oh that's coronavirus. And what else? Fever. What else? <gasps> oh, Mike. What else? What else? That was it. Uh, mm. That was uh, it. Mm. Uh, so wait a second. It might they, be Corona light. They they quarantined you at that house. 
I mean, I quarantined myself, you know. So you were up quarantine. in the room. How long? So you were just in one room? Yeah, I was just in run one. Just, you know, I wanted to stay out of the common areas. To, Did they bring you know, food just, and, like, knock on your door and then leave it at the door? <laughs> were they doing it like yeah. that? Oh. Well, I had my, I had my <laughs> wife. He's, uh, dude, if you could see Sean's face right now, he's getting irritated. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> What did they knock it and leave it at your food at the door? <laughs> Dude, at the yeah. door, and then when you're done, yeah. you have to put it back out the door and close it like that type of quarantine. No, not that type of quarantine. Hmm. Got any other questions? <laughs> Come on, bro. I need to know, man. Like, did they really quarantine you? Like, yeah. So I I felt like. Um, because he's staying at someone else's house. Right. And it's not his house, and there's a bunch of kids. And yeah, I get it. That's what I want to know. So he's, he's up in the room. Now, did they give you a bucket and a gallon jug to pee in, or did you have a toilet? I did toilet. All right, all right. Just went wiped down and everything, you know. Right. It wasn't that. I wasn't freaked out, you know. Right. right. I just didn't want to expose anybody to what I had. And right. Right. That makes sense. And then, like, you... I mean, so that's actually when you okay. Hold on, let me ex- understand something. Stepdad, stepmom, or whatever mom, three kids, father, wife of those kids, and then you, Coit, and your wife. That's ten people. Mm-hmm. Was the house jammed up a little bit? No, it's pretty okay. Big house. They have a big house out in Vacaville. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So now you're back. You're back full effect, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no more coronavirus. No more coronavirus. And uh, you know what, guys? Uh, talking about that, let me tell you something. I think that, I think that you guys, I think Sean and you might have had coronavirus. I, I'm not thinking. I, ha- I had that motherfucker in January. Right. I was laid down for like three days. Gnarly. I was right. really sick. Hardcore. Yeah, chest. I was coughing up lung biscuits. Like I had an infection in my chest. Like it was, and I could not move for a few days. Right. You you, know? you told I was me laid that, in bed. And what just, time? What what period? Like what period would that have been? Like was that? It November? was like the, it was no no no. That was January. January. Okay, and then Sean, you were sick when? Like that? Like in a real January. Sick. In yeah. January, right after Nam. Right, uh, super sick, and my my kid got sick, my wife got sick, we all got sick. Yeah, it uh, was running, going around. It was bad, man. It was bad. Okay, it so a, check. It, it was the most. I've never. I I've I've been that sick before, but I haven't been that sick in a long time. That's kid, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. I was telling people, man. I've n- I don't remember. I couldn't remember the last time that I had a sickness, a flu, or cold. That laid me down like that one. And let me right. tell you something, man. Four guys in my house. One guy got it. Then two guys got it. And it was all of us sick. And then as we were healing up, another guy got it. Right. Four of us. Bam, 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 bam. And everybody had the same symptoms. And everybody was fucked up. And everybody was saying the same thing. Dude, I don't know what kind of strain of flu this is. Like, this shit was laying mother excuse my language, laying them down, and it laid me down. So I I don't know, man. No, 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 no. So listen, so check it out. They now think that there are multiple strains of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. That's what they think. 
They think East Coast got hit with a European strain of coronavirus. Mm. Okay? And the East Coast got hit, and they're hit hard. West Coast, they're saying, got hit a little later than the East Coast, and that one's the one that came from China. And they actually think there's three strains of the coronavirus that have come and hit the continent and is affecting the world. One's coming from one side and one's coming from the other. And that actually tracks, uh, like, everyone's talking about the Spanish flu right now because that's the only thing that's similar to what's happening now. Uh, That actually tracks what happened with the Spanish flu as well. Spanish flu went around the world in waves, and they overlapped. And some of the there were slight variations at times between those flu strains. When you say that there's different strains that are coming from Europe and China, and like, where did the Europe's get it from? Did the Europeans did they get it from China too originally? Like, does when you hear that, do you start thinking, like, okay, this is some type of a bioweapon that was created? Do you <laughs> no? Do you loan yourself to that thing? Not no no. Okay. Uh, first of all. Let's just acknowledge that there are bioweapons and that it's every every country that can is working on bioweapons, including the United States and the World Health Organization and all these other places. You can go online and watch from like 1990 when they were cleaning out old ones in Russia and all this other shit. So I'm not saying there's no such thing as bioweapons, but <clears throat> when it comes to, first of all, to understand why there would be multiple strains of mm-hmm. a virus, you got to understand how viruses replicate. Okay. So viruses replicate. Everybody knows that a virus goes into a normal cell, jacks, hijacks it, and then starts, you know, making clones of itself, replicating. But what viruses have is um, they don't use DNA; they use RNA, ribonucleic acid, which is less stable, which is sloppier in making your copies, your hereditary copies. As a result. While they're replicating, they're replicating in a sloppy manner, which allows there to be more uh, mutations than in other organisms. So Unstability. I, yeah, because of the unstableness. So uh, their progeny, their children, their virus kids, a higher percentage of them are mutated slightly. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the time, it's like not a good thing for the virus. They're they're fucked up. Children f- fucking die, but they have a higher percentage of variations that can go on. And okay. they, so, what happens is when this coronavirus comes out, they have a hard time pinning it down where it really originated necessarily, and it spreads in different directions. It's not like the virus knows where it doesn't have an itinerary, and it's like you know what. I got a trip around the world. I'm going to hit Europe. Then I'm going to hit New York. It the the virus spreads like spilling water on a table. It just spreads out. And then variations can occur. Slight variations can occur based on these replications in human hosts and more hosts. Depending more. on what it encounters, it can replicate differently. Uh, and 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 just the this, just the style of its replication is given over. So the reason why it's important though is because that's what allows there to be multiple strains. And when I say multiple strains, it might be slight difference in uh, two things. One is its potency inside the host, uh-huh. right? Like how powerfully it hits somebody. And the second one is its contagious n- level. 
Mm-hmm. So you can have a really highly contagious virus, but when it hits the hosts, it doesn't it doesn't hit them that hard. Right. Or you can have a really hard hitting virus, but it's not that contagious, mm-hmm. right? And when you're thinking about viruses, you also got to think about the host has got to live long enough in order to pass it on to somebody else. Once the host dies and you can't get that virus out, then the virus's tour of duty's over. Its pleasure cruise is over. Mm. So, so now they're they've and they're they're looking at the strains. Now, how do they tell? They got something called a molecular clock. And what they do is they look at all the strains and they can count backwards in the genetic, in the genome. And they can see, just like counting rings on a tree or whatever, they can look at the mutations and they can see uh, all the links all the way back to the original one. And that's how they know that there's multiple strains, maybe like three strains or three waves at, at minimum that are hitting. So we, you, Washington, right, was the first noted case in the United States, which doesn't mean it was the first case. It right. just means that's the one that they noted. Right. That probably came from China. New York, that's the one that worked its way through France and Italy and all that other shit that killed all those Italians and blah, 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 blah. That's what's hitting the East Coast. At least that's what they're saying. Really? Yeah. That's what they think, huh? That is exactly what they think. Hmm. Which is why the medic was telling us, why the medic was telling us, anybody who thinks they understands this virus right now, they don't. Mm Because they're still studying it up. Blah, 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 blah. So that's how that works. And that's that's exactly what happened in Spanish flu time. Now let me ask you back to my original uh, question was so the European one yeah do we have an idea of where that originated from no other than maybe China like maybe the China the problem is is they don't the pro- this is the problem like with the Spanish flu they've isolated it to three areas right they think either France China or North America North America. And the reason, Kansas. And the reason is, is because these viruses, for whatever reason, they live inside of birds, which is why it's, why it's called avian bird flu. Mm-hmm. Not coronavirus, but flu. Okay. So, so what happens is a lot of these birds are migratory. So it's hard to pinpoint. And then on top of that, you got to pinpoint when was it first identified. So mm-hmm. you don't know... You don't know if it's one business person that went to China, to New York, and then back to China, to Washington. Mm -hmm. You don't know if it's geese that are just covering the globe and whatever. Apparently, the viruses can live in cold water for up to four to 30 days, which is Mm -hmm. another reason why they think waterfowl is like the perfect vector for these viruses is Mm because ducks, geese, swan, they're migratory, so they, they don't pay attention to any borders. Uh, every cuisine, French, American, Chinese, uh, you know, you go to Chinatown, you see nothing but barbecue duck hanging in a window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So so that's what they're saying. And um, so they don't, I don't think it's clear yet exactly where it really came from. But certainly the earliest cases were in uh, China. And so it could be that it all emanates from China, 
one version comes down through and, and makes its different changes down through into Europe. The other one gets on a plane or whatever to the West Coast, which would make sense, too. And if you think about it, the one that goes through Europe and then hits New York, you don't know if it's gone through another variation. One of the problems when they go through a variation is, is that your, your, your immune system. So, And by the way, this is all still, a lot of it is still theoretical in the sense that they don't have it totally proven out yet. But your immune system, they think, works best against the disease it comes into contact first. So you're like a blank slate when it comes to a virus, let's say, for your, your immune system. The first version of it that hits you and you survive it, you've developed a perfect, you know, uh, the strongest immu immune response to that. If one comes along that's nearly like it, but just slightly different, just slightly, it can throw your immune system response out of whack because it thinks it's one thing, but and it's reacting one way, and the virus might be causing a slightly different problem. It's going to take longer for your body to adapt to that. And so what they think perhaps is that uh, for this coronavirus, it's, it's hit, right? Uh, people who have already had a response to an old one, and then their immune system response is getting confused, and that's causing... The, the, the complications. And if you haven't encountered it before and you just get hit with it, your body might be able to then program its immune response to that type of cell much quicker and not be confused by the fact that it's a slight variation mm. doing something different. So, Sean, we better hope we had the coronavirus. For real. We better hope we had that. Yeah, you well, guys might have. You guys might but have, and you, but you might not want to come into contact with a variation of it now. Mm. Right. One of so, the three. Exactly. And so Corona, and, and dude, another thing that blew my mind when I was looking uh, uh, up this stuff. So when I was reading about Spanish flu, 1918, by the way, we could do a whole show on trench warfare. That's mm -hmm. when trench warfare started. How people died a trench foot. I don't even. <laughs> 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 horrible. Oh. Unbelievably nightmarish. There, I was reading about a soldier. So one of the things that was fucked up about World War One, it was the beginning of trench warfare. So like, because of machine guns mm -hmm. for the most part, right? There's no longer stand and pack a musket and, you know, formations and everyone's out in the open. Now it's a repeating fucking machine gun. You can just turn your fucking enemy's face to goo real easy. Don't have to aim. So what do they do? They start building these trenches. The Germans started it, actually. But what would wind up happening is it would just be like corpses littering the ground in different places because also there was huge artillery that nobody had ever seen before, these bombs. And rats would feast on these corpses. Like, there's just... I was listening to these letters by these, these fucking... British soldiers talking about how like they'd be walking and they'd see a heap. No one even bothered burying the fucking corpses. They'd see a heap and the rat would come right. And the rats they said were huge. And you would look. They were eating good. They were eating great. Mm. And you would look and see and like the entire face of a guy had been gnawed off and the eyeballs had been eaten by the rats. And these guys would have to live in these tiny little fucking holes in the sides of the fucking trench. In Belgium, fucking freezing cold. There's no Gore-Tex. 
Mm-hmm. There's none of this fucking pocket warmer shit, mm-hmm. right? You're just freezing your fucking balls off. And they're laying there. One guy said he was sleeping with his mouth open, and one of the giant rats ran across his face, and the legs went inside his mouth. Oh, God. And he got trench foot. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm, I, you know what? When, when we have another time to talk about it, I'll talk about trench foot. But one of the things that I learned about the, the Spanish flu is that and, and maybe you guys already know this, but the common cold is not the flu. Did you already know that, Sean? Yeah. Did you know that, Steve? Yes. The flu what? is something different than a cold. I always thought of them as fucking interchangeable, but I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. So, so the flu is when you ever you see H1N1, H3N3, that's the way they describe the virus proteins. That's the Spanish flu and its progeny. And in fact, the Hong Kong flu and all those other flus mm-hmm. are all children of the Spanish flu. Mm. Damn. Mm. Those are all kids of the Spanish flu. Wow. So they never got rid of the Spanish flu. Uh, well. The Spanish flu's bloodline is still. The Spanish flu's bloodline is still It's part there. of coronavirus bloodline. No, 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 no. No? No, this is why it's important. Okay. Coronavirus. There's seven, seven types of coronavirus. The coronavirus and the flu virus are separate. Okay. Right? The flu virus, it's kind of shaped like a lollipop. It doesn't have as many spikes as the coronavirus. Mm. So the, the flu virus, H1N1, H5N7, they're talking about, and these are mutations from the original, they're talking about the little protein spikes that link up to your cells that are like the fake skeleton key mm-hmm. that tricks your cell into thinking it's a buddy and sucks the virus in. That's the H That's the H part. The end part is the glass cutter. Uh, once it's done doing whatever it needs to do inside, it needs to release uh, virus kids, the virus children to go fuck up your system. That's the end protein, the end something. So when you hear H1N1, it's flu. It's related to Spanish flu. The Spanish flu is often called the mother of all flus because it's actually bred, as you said, these bloodlines of flus that are out there all the time. And those variations are happening so quickly. That's why every year there's a new flu shot. That's why. They track these flus and they create the vaccines to match those flus. And I know there's a lot of motherfuckers that are like, you know, the vaccines got, you know, this big right, government right. trying to take over my spinal cord. And don't write me. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I'm not getting involved in that controversy. Mm. Right? <laughs> Nor do I believe that 5G has caused coronavirus. Mm. So don't burn down any more fucking antennas. Mm. <laughs> People are crazy. So so that's that's what's going on with uh, that. So coronavirus, though, is the common cold. That's mm. the common cold is the coronavirus. The four, there are four types of coronavirus that, ha, that have gone on since as long as Hippocrates has been writing down things. They basically winter colds, winter disease, you know, whatever that is. The common cold, uh, which is not as bad as flu, mm-hmm. right? But <clears throat> it's a common cold. Those four types are coronaviruses. And they're not dangerous, and we're used to them, and we've developed an ability to deal with those. Okay. The fifth one is Core V1. 
coronavirus one that they know about that cr- that caused SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome. So if you recall SARS, mm-hmm. right? Remember it was like yeah. I don't know ten years ago, right? Yeah. We didn't really hit us here, and we didn't really freak out about it too much. I don't think, but that was coronavirus. Then there was something called MERS, M-E-R-S, yeah, yeah, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. That was the sixth version of coronavirus, and then COVID nineteen or CORV2, that's this virus. COVID-19 is the name of the disease, meaning all of the resultant complications and things that happen to you is COVID-19 in the same way that HIV is the name of the virus, AIDS is the name of the actual disease that happens to you, the symptoms, the results. So coronavirus causes COVID-19. It's called 19 because they discovered it in 2019. So that's the bottom line. But the more you read about viruses and virology, the more you start to understand, like, one, it probably wasn't created in a lab. Uh, I think they've already looked at its genetic material and saw it link up with all the previous ones. Second, it's not uncommon for these viruses to have different strains that emanate uh, like spreading water because the, the, the virus is just going to spread out in certain way. Like it's not going to go in a linear fashion. It's just going to go wherever it goes. So um, the more you understand about that, the more plausible it seems. And of course, uh, you would, you know, especially in the United States where we were already riding a wave of anti-vaccines. I mean, Santa Monica it's full of like ladies who are doing yoga and are like, I'm not doing any vaccinations. That's causing autism, and I don't know what. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Um, I mean, do you? Are you a vaccinate? Are you anti-vax, Steve? Yes, anti-vax. You are. Are you? Yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't do any vaccination. You don't. But I what about like, what your kids? Like... Did your kids get vaccinated <laughs> when they were born? Well, that's what I mean. I was vaccinated too when I was born, of course. Yeah, well, but the anti-vaxxers are not vaccinating their kids. That's the thing. They're saying like polio, you know, all that shit's fake, and all this just not give our. Kids. Oh, I thought you meant uh, like the annual flu shots and stuff. Yeah, I I didn't get the flu shots either. All right, no. Uh, Do I, you think children should be vaccinated? I think for like smallpox, polio, that's the vaccination you're talking about. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I, 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 yeah, man, I, I, I think that those are legitimate vaccinations. I think uh, we know enough in this day and age that I, I still trust and believe those. Uh, listen, it was over twenty years ago when my kids were born. Yeah. So at that point in time, uh, you know, it's your kid, and the thought of your child getting polio or, you know, whatever smallpox right would be scary because you know the deaths that related were related to that stuff so of course you want to protect them and i took those vaccinations when i was a kid and i didn't get polio right and i didn't get you know what i'm saying so you know do people still get chicken pox yeah fuck yeah everybody gets it once in their life or something don't they i don't know if everybody does but a vast majority of people do right right so you know yes my kids were vaccinated uh yeah, yeah. I don't know anybody close to me who's like, no, nah, they're not getting vaccinated. Dude, what about that. your kid? Who? Because 
Cause your wife is is crazy on some on some. Uh, Dude, my wife's all alternative medicine. Her herbalist Ashley is the one that was like, "Yeah, five G created coronavirus, and uh, you know the Earth is out of balance. She's upset. Mother Nature is upset at what happened." So the blah, blah. and I'm I you know. Dude, when my wife says stuff like that to me, I, I, I just give her a look. Like, I don't even say anything. I just look at her like. <sighs> <sighs> so what? how does she feel about vaccines? She doesn't want too many of them. And I and her mom have been bombarding her with, I don't give a shit. Like, our daughter is going to get vaccinated. Like, I understand maybe flu ones down the road may, don't make sense. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, fine, but we, I, w I don't want them too much together. I want them spaced out. Yeah, that's the way so, my, me and my wife are too. Right. So we're mm -hmm. getting the vaccines. Um, she got her first vaccine. My Dude, my daughter, you know, it was. It, I'll tell you something. That I don't think this gets talked about, but part of the problem with the vaccines, and, and this might be part of what some people are reacting to, is that your baby is going to get hurt by a needle, mm. right? Yeah. I mean, there's no way to, like, not face that. And you're going to have to. So I was like, and my wife was in there, and the doctor was like, da-da-da. And I'm like, we got to do it. We're going to do it. She's like, okay, well, then if we're going to do it, we got to start now and get a shot. And my wife started crying because and she was looking at our daughter. Our daughter has no idea what's about to happen. And when we got her tested for, they wanted blood samples when she was first born. They had this, they go, we'll just prick her heel. And then we'll just take a little blood from the heel. And we're like, that's fine. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, dude, we need to know what's up with our daughter. And I was like, okay. And then, but what they didn't say was they're going to st stick a needle and squeeze my baby's heel two days after it's fucking born like eight times. She like, like she's a sponge squirting blood out on a paper. My wife was just blubbering, bro. My wife is a tough lady. But when it comes to seeing her daughter in pain, she just cried. And I was telling my wife, I'm like, look, life is hard. It's going to be pain. But the sooner the baby gets, soon as our, sooner our daughter understands that there's just sometimes you don't know why some mean shit happens to you. Might be for your own good, might not be, but that's life. Life is like that. So she, my wife was like all worried. My mother-in-law was getting red eyes, misty. And I fucking what? And the lady came, came in with the fucking the needle. And even I was starting to be like, fuck. You know, my, my little daughter was playing with the paper on the fucking bed. She had no idea. <laughs> she was having a good time. That doctor stuck that needle in my baby's leg and pulled it out. And my baby didn't even notice anything even happened. Didn't even, didn't even notice anything. Not right. a single peep. Yeah. Didn't know. That you're supposed to even cry when you feel pain. Didn't even look like she noticed somebody put anything in the leg. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, maybe she doesn't have nerve endings in her leg. I don't know. but she I, don't, I think that happened with one of my kids, too. They didn't even know. They were so busy playing. We were so busy doing something with them. Right. That they came in. and I remember that happening, too. Yeah. Hey, but you didn't have a son, so you didn't have to have your boy circumcised. I tell you what, if I had a son, I wouldn't circumcise him. Oh, okay. Cause I ain't circumcised. I got a fucking, I got a sweater. I got a, I got a turtleneck sweater on. <laughs> no, my no, no. What do you call it? An anteater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. An anteater. Yeah. You know what? If I got too much change in my pocket, I just put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about you, old blue eyes? You had to have your boy cut, huh? No, I didn't. I actually talked to Chew about it. 
Because I oh, was okay. cut. And, uh, and I was like, you know, why, why do it? I mean, what's the point of it? I'm not religious. Right. So what the fuck? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I didn't have him cut. Yeah, dude, old Blue Eyes called me up. He's like, uh, so, like, is your dick fucked up? Or, like, what's up with your dick? And I'm like, nah, it's fine. In fact, it protects it kind of in a weird way. It doesn't rub on your jeans and all that stuff. And I don't know. It seems to me. I know some people say, like, well, you got to clean it. But it's like, yeah, I got a butthole, too. I got to clean that, too. Yeah, clean everything. I, s- right. Right. I specifically remember as a kid when I learned of circumcision, I was like, why? Like, what? What is the point? Like, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be better for me to have like more nerve endings in my dick? Right. I would think so. I uh, would think so. Unless so it's a. Re- and it, so I agree with you, Sean. It's kind of strange when you think about it because it happens when you don't know about it. Right. Absolutely. Right. So you just go on thinking your dick is normal. You have no choice in the it, matter. But but one day you realize there has been an alteration. Yep. You're like, wait a second. When did you, Steve, when did you learn that, oh, okay, I guess I was circumcised. I, I, I didn't realize that. I, did, I just really didn't. I think it was more about when did I realize that people aren't circumcised. Right. Right. You get when, what I'm saying? Yeah, when did you realize that? Probably junior high. Yeah. I, before that, I really didn't know. I think that I always knew I was circumcised, at least from when I was four, because my dad was circumcised, but I wasn't. So I was like, "Why is mm-hmm. my dick different than you?" Like, what's right? That would be. I'm like, "What are you doing? Why? Why?" Right. And then right, my dad right. explained it to me, like, and he was like from the hippie. Ge- so he was like hippie generation. He was like, you know, we thought it was more natural. Why cut it? You don't need right, to. You're not right, Jewish. Right, right. Da, 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 da. And I was like. All right, but then I did. There was probably in junior high a period of time where I was embarrassed about it. Like I knew my dick was different than most dudes' dicks, and I didn't want to be in some kind of snapping towel locker room incident. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but then after I started, after I started getting some mud on my turtle, after I started, after I started playing around with some ladies, I realized it was a good thing, and it, 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 there was nothing wrong with it. And after that, it didn't matter. You know. Some of them think of it as like bubble gum, you know, they just kind of chew on it. We're all, I don't know. Yeah, I grew up with it to be the norm. Well, then again, too, you guys, I, my mother's Jewish. Right. So, right. And it is the norm. Right. And that, that was what I saw. That was what was normal. That was what we had done with my son. But back to what we were talking about, I remember when that had to get done. And you, t- now you're talking about a mom with a, a little, we're going to prick the heel. Oh. I was like, man, they're about to cut my boy, man. Oh. And I was I was nervous. I was scared. And I remember, you know, listen, he's going to go through some pain now. He's not going to remember. I kept on saying that oh. to Jessica. And Jessica was, man, she was having a, she was, she cried, you know. She cried. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I didn't, I certainly didn't remember that traumatic experience at all. Right. But what, and, you know, how old, how old, how old is the I, baby? I, I can't exactly remember. And I want to say to you guys that I think that it's around a week or yeah. two weeks after I, the birth. I think it's up to three weeks. Like you, you right. should get it done before. You got to go back and have it done. And then, you know, they had like a little... I like a bandage. I'm like, oh my god, what are we, what are we gonna have to do? The doctor were like, so what are we gonna have to like? We're sending him home with like this open wound, right? <laughs> and so 
were like, what are we going to change the concept? And like, he's like, no, 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 no. Check it out. He's got a rap on there. Yeah. You don't have to do anything with it. Right. It'll fall off when it needs to fall off. <sighs> you don't have to start cleaning it extra, doing anything. Right, right. It heals very quickly, and it the bandages are going to keep it covered when it needs to. There'll be no, like, sticking. It'll fall off. You can still... Your, so I remember we just, we you, you just leave you just leave it alone. You don't do touch they, it. Do they put like a like a thimble on it? Yeah, like a like a, cap? a thimble. But they put like they put like a little wrap on it. But it's wrapped on just no, like, no, no. I mean, when they cut it, oh, like did you no. watch? Oh, like, I know. No, 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 they, they don't pull let you the skin it. over a fucking. No, they don't. They don't let like you a watch template. No, I heard it's like a weird thing that looks like two hoops that look like scissors. But they're two rings, oh, right? And then Jesus they just—they just pull the little thing through. Yeah. They put it through, and then when they snap it, it just—it's like two razor circles just snip it. Good God! Oh, good God! I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, I can—it makes what sense, I'm saying. but it doesn't make sense, dude. Oh, oh my God! That does make sense. Was it like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that. <laughs> Oh my God! You hear bro. that? This is the That's chef scary. sharpening the knife for the <laughs> circumcision. It's definitely like a scissor thing that they have that's made for it, Let and it see. does it really quick. Let me pull up the circumcision fucking. It's scissors, dude. Do they have ones that are like you know how like some scissors have serrated edges so you can make funny shapes? Do they have that? Like I, if you want to get festive with your foreskin or anything like that? Uh, I don't know about. <laughs> I don't know about that part. No. Circumcision. Uh, foreskin from the human penis. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, what, what's the what's the circumcision? What would you call it? Circumcision scissors. Yes. Circumcision. Circumcision scissors. Circumcision, it's a lot of circumcision, circumcision scissors. Circumcision scissors. Shirker, bipolar oh, scissors. Oh, yeah, you see them? See these? Yeah, dude, they Something look like, like handcuffs. That. They look Something like handcuffs. Like bipolar, uh, bipolar, uh, well, you want to laugh or cry? I want to cry. <laughs> okay. Dude, they got a single-use foreskin stapler. What? Look at this. This looks like a sweet, look, what is that? I don't know what that is. Doesn't that? That looks like a salad shooter. I don't know. That looks scary. That looks like uh, a Swedish pump. What, what is the that? Fuck. Yeah. I don't yeah, know, but I they don't. got that. They've got a lot of pictures of it. Dude, you could do fifty nine bucks, bro. I could be fucking just. You can just be hooking going it up to business, on your own. Dude. Yeah. You know, family and friend rates. Come on <laughs> over. <laughs> Dude, I'm doing circumcisions now. Listen, circumcisions and uh, and and also I'll. Uh, you know what we, I'll do is I'll roll it into my expungement uh, package. You can expunge your record. Come on in, expunge it, and then we'll circumcise you. There you go. Uh, my dad had a lawyer friend, and a guy came in to sue a doctor for malpractice, a man, a 45-year-old man, mm -hmm. because the he, he had always had foreskin, and I guess he got tired of being an anteater, and he went in. And the doctor cut too much skin off. What? And he could no longer get an erection. It was a painful erection. Oh, no, fuck God. that. Yes. What? Yes, it was a painful erection because when it healed, the skin was too tight. And he couldn't 
have oh, sex. Oh, man, that's gnarly. That's no good. You know what I mean, dude? Like, that's, how a- gonna do you. that's how they're going to do you when you go get circumcised. Strap down. Dude, I ain't doing that. You see, if you have to do that to a thing, that ain't right, man. You got to strap. You got four points. Dude, my dad had a steer mm-hmm. or a bull, and it was a calf, and we had to fucking... Circumcise it? No. <laughs> no? No, we had to castrate it, which, you know, the balls. And you know what they had? They had a fucking gun. Like, dude, you could go down to the feed store right now and just buy one. Okay. Okay. Stainless steel gun with four fucking pinchers on it. Like, four pinchers, right? You know, about the size of maybe a caulking gun. And what does it do? Well, they give you, along with this gun... A bunch of rubber discs, okay? Rubber discs. You get the rubber. It looked like one of those old school floppy rubber discs. And you put the four pinchers inside a tiny little hole. And then you pull the thing back, and it opens up like a rubber band. And then you got to tie up the calf and get the calf's balls through that rubber band hole. Then you pull the trigger, and the fucking disc clamps back down again. And all that happens... And the the fucking bull tries to kill you, mm. and then the balls get blood circulation cut off, and he just walks around, and then in three days they dry up like old fucking and fish, fall off, oh fall right God. off, fall right off. But see, that's all farm shit's mean shit, bro. Like real farm shit. That's real castration, right? Yeah, that's that's real a castration. That's a real castration. What, what, what is supposed to happen? You're removing like something that's not only tr- attached to you physically, yeah, but there's got to be some areas where those balls are attached to your brain, your thought process, your hormones. Your, do you get what I'm saying? That's the whole reason why you do it. That's the whole reason why you do it. If you don't, so farm in farm. <laughs> yeah, but where does that go? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it, I understand that. It, where it, does it, that go? If you don't use it, you lose it. So it's like muscles. If you don't have your testes pulling out tons of testosterone and making you aggro, you just start becoming more peaceful and peaceful. Cause you when they would castrate, they were castrating people. For sure. Oh, dude, castrati. That's castrati. Castrati. The cast- castrati. <laughs> the castrati were sounds like a salad. No. <laughs> You know, I'm sure there were a few popes that right. ate some yeah, of that castrati. salad. Yeah. I'm sure. Young castrati. Yeah, salad. I'm sure it's a lot like a, a seafood salad, a squid right, salad, right, right, right. right? Squid ensalada, square, a squid, a pulpo ensalada. So, what would happen to these guys, these people, that they would castrate? Okay, so one of the things that they would do is that the castrati were used in uh, opera, I think. And one, if you got a kid young enough and you cut off the fucking balls, right, the castrati, they would keep a high-pitched, their voice would never lose. Right, right, right. So you'd have these great fucking castrati, and they would sing these, like, you know, soprano fucking notes, but they could do it with much more force than a woman because they had a male physique. And so that was the whole thing. I'm sure there was also, and I think— They were doing this to boys? Absolutely. And at a hundred thousand. What happened to the boys? What happened? They to went on to be great singers, and they got fed well, and they got taken care of inside the inside the inside the different royal houses, and and but they never got to have kids. They couldn't have kids, 
and they always had a high pitched voice like this. And they, I would imagine you don't have kids, you just don't want to do anything like that. That I don't know. See, that's what I'm talking about. That that's I don't what I'm know getting because at. I've, I've, because, because I've read in different courts, royal courts, and even Asian courts, where they would, you could, you could be a, um, uh, like an insider to the court. So like you're the emperor, okay? Like the Roman emperor, or you're an Asian emperor. And you got a harem. You got like a thousand broads that you're fucking with, right? And half of them, uh, maybe three quarters of them really are all just about maintaining social alliances. And, you know, um, that's a, most of the time that's what it was about. Okay, I'll marry your daughter. Now you'll know that I'm not going to take over your mm -hmm. thing. You got to pay me tribute. We're going to work together and we're building a network, right? But you'd have all these broads, and you'd be si you'd have tons of children, but you wanted to make sure it was your children. So a lot of times they would let the castrated males be the servants to hang around the harem. So yeah, and I think they did have sex sometimes, but you didn't care because they didn't have any fucking balls, and that gave you an insurance that like okay, I don't have to worry about Jacques because Jacques got no balls. That's where the term came. Ah, you got no balls, you know. Okay, yeah. so let me ask you something. If you don't have any balls, then then how do you bust a nut? Well, I think that part is the same as if you get uh, what do they call that for dudes where they tie your tubes? Right. What is that called? Vasectomy. Vasectomy. Yeah. So I think it's the same as a vasectomy. I don't. I, you. Can, I think you can. I think you can have an orgasm. You're just not gonna have certain fluids come out. Like when. Listen. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know when you started hmm. whacking off. Hmm. But I. I started whacking off at young. A, a, a young enough age where it wasn't a full blown explosion. No, I remember <laughs> when I fucking pushed it past the limit. <laughs> Come on, we yeah, all did that, bro. Know, You're bro. like, what's gonna happen if I keep on going? <laughs> I honestly, that is. I exactly remember, right. I remember the time, place, and everything, and I fucking. It I, felt I, I got scared. I ran to the bathroom. Right. I thought I busted something. I didn't think I busted anything because yeah. I, by the time when I like, busted something, yeah. when, I was at the time where I knew that. Like, but definitely, what did I, you know? I knew that you whacked off, and I saw I saw porn by then. My, okay. My cousin Tenny, who I've talked about, they had this porn, like old school VHS porn called Bodacious Tatas. Yeah, I remember. I had that. I probably had that movie. <laughs> I think I had that movie. So I saw the shit come out of the dick from a, right, a grown right, man, right, right, right. right? So I knew something was supposed to come out, and we'd already had some sex ed, nothing about whacking off, but something about sex ed. And I wasn't that dumb, so I knew that fucking your hand was a simulation of fucking a chick. Right. Okay, so whatever came out, and I'd already heard stories about guys who were like, ah, I thought it was broken. Right. There was a book. There was a chick. I think that's what I thought. I thought I busted that shit. <laughs> so I didn't think that, but I remember, like, like the, the idea of, like, oh, this was pretty good, and then, and then like, what happens if I keep going? Right. Right, right, of course, um, man. It's a, yeah, it's like building a fire for the first time. Right, like man. Like on Castaway, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that, bro. That's one thing you're not gonna forget in your life. No. When you when you pushed it to the limit. <laughs> when you had the courage. When you had the courage to go yeah. all the way. Go all the way. Yeah. That was the. I went all the way. Let's see what's gonna happen. Right. See, and that's how you gotta live in life. 
Right. You got to be willing hey, to do on, the work to go all the way. thin ice of modern life, life. Yeah, you got to go man. all the way. And when you go all the way, you get a surprise at the end. Sean, where were you when you first figured out masturbation? Well, I, like you, I had seen it in... Uh, dude, it, when I was a kid, my, my stepdad had a drawer full of like VHS tapes. So I had right. seen mm-hmm. like... like Oh, just mega porn. Um, right. You know, by then. Um, and I knew what was supposed to happen. It just wasn't happening for me. You know what I mean? And I what remember. Mean? No, no, no. Uh, wait, he, wait, wait, wait. he was seeing nut busting. And he's like, yeah. that don't happen to me when I yeah. jack off. Yeah, right. exactly. And I remember peeing one time. And it was like, is that it? Is that, is that what it's <laughs> supposed that, to happen? Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, that's not it. Dude, but, you know what? I actually know that we're, talk- <laughs> now that we're talking about it. Is that it, what I'm seeing? They're peeing on them? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. Now that we're talking about it, I remember in sixth grade mm. that some of the guys in my neighborhood, like when we would spend the night at each other's house, we would talk about it. Like, because we all, a lot of us were having a, busting a nut without any, without any real semen. Right. Maybe it was a little bit of clear liquid. And we'd all question each other, like, what comes out of yours? What comes out of yours? And I remember, like, these two brothers, they said that after they bust a nut, they bust a nut into the toilet, then they turn out the light <laughs> and they put a flashlight to see if it's been if it's sperm yet. <laughs> oh man. And, uh, and like, it was like it was in fact in fifth grade, the before I you know what's weird? I'll tell you something. Before I got understood masturbation, I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's perverted. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? That's crazy. Well, you must be some kind of fucking sex. There was a point at which, like, it really wasn't a major part, part of my idea, right? So then there's older, the oldest, the tallest, biggest kid in our class was my buddy, Richard Kachira. Mm-hmm. And this dude, in fifth grade, we were waiting in line at lunch. And he turned around and he was like, you know what happened today? And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, I was in the shower. And I let the 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 water hit my dick, and I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "It felt so good." What? And I, and I, I said, I "You're a fucking sicko." And then, like the very next day, I was like, letting the water hit my dick. <laughs> right. <laughs> Experimenting, but that was like still like right before I really understood the whole thing. And I was like, you know, kind of like at the cusp. Yeah, I liked humping. I liked. I think so as soon as Sean- I bumped into my, as soon as something bumped on into my chili or bumped it or there's rubbed Steve. it, yeah, Steve. I liked it, bro. I was humping little girls <laughs> even before I was jacking off. I think I was I- like, oh, I liked humping. I liked the way that it felt. You get For a sure. And hump. Um, For sure. I was absolutely. humping, but I didn't know that you're supposed to take your pants it's off. Off. Right. 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 Exactly. But right. it felt I- something felt right. It felt right, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with. I that. wanted to rub my fucking boner against uh, anything, anything. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, totally, exactly. Totally. So that's why I kind of get irritated when women, especially women, when they're like, "Why do you guys? Why do little boys want to touch their dick all the time?" Like sometimes women, I've heard like older women say that, and they're like, "Don't touch! You don't! Why do you gotta always play with it? Like it's a terrible thing." And I'm always like, you know what? Because it. It feels good. It's like, did you, you see that fucking post that I put up of that little kid? I don't know. It's been so. Dude, this kid's like three or four years old, and he's rubbing <laughs> his mom's butt, and she's like laying face down. He's putting like suntan lotion, but he's like three years old, four years old, <laughs> yeah. 
and he just and he's like pushing it together, like like he doesn't really know. It's you know he's having fun like Plato, right? Right. Well, as she backs up the camera, the kid steps right like that, and he's got <laughs> a full boner. The kid don't even know that he has. He's like. He doesn't even know what's going on. Well, dude, you know, it's because it, na it's natural, bro. Of it's course. just natural, bro. Dude, and if you think about it, it's it is kind of weird that breasts are an object of sex and an ass, and but also that it's also like your the boy's son can suck on the breasts up to a certain point, and then it gets weird. Like, why would I, the, I, yeah, why I would the location of the food for the child? Be also the sexual object for the adult later. Hmm. That's how you can see, like, okay, there it's natural, and there is some kind of confusion there. It, but it's but the how same come? Place. Right? Okay, I, I understand that. Go ahead. Then why is it like the lower back and ass, like the hips and ass? Yeah. How come when you rub or you put your hand there? Yeah. You get turned on, just like when you put your hand on the tit. Why is it those? Be, I, I, well, okay. When you start grabbing, I start grabbing, my hand starts getting anywhere near the ass. Yeah. I start getting hard. Like on. when you start to like get that Come reach around. around. Oh, yeah. Right? It's the waistline. Yes. The waist. Where they bear, it's the bear, childbearing part. You know, it's going, watching my wife have a baby and like going through this whole process has <laughs> really caused me to really think about a lot of shit. <laughs> like, cause I'm like, you know, it's weird. Like, why would the same place the baby comes out of, why would that be the place that, you want to put your face. Your face, your finger, your fist, your dick, your foot, whatever. Yeah. Right? Like, why? Why? That's weird. Couldn't the, couldn't the human body have just Strike zone. made like a zipper on the back? You know, you could just unzip it and the baby just come right out. Why is it got... It's all, the piss, the baby, and the your period. dick. The period is all coming out of that same place. It's and, the gold mine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the gold mine, bro. It's, it's real weird. And then ass. I mean, like... I'm not saying I don't like ass. I do. But when you really think about it, like what poop comes out of there. You know, yeah. poop comes out of there. Sure. Poop comes out of there. Like even. Let me ask you something. Go ahead. Are you grossed out? What do you mean? Are you grossed out by a cow's poop? Am I grossed out by a cow? No, I'm not grossed out by a cow. I ain't either. Like you can pick this shit up. <laughs> Wait, what? Right. I'll pick it up and throw it at you, right? <laughs> because it's like a piece of wood. It's like, and you kind of know what they're eating, but you don't. Yeah. You don't know if there might be a little field mouse in there or. Yeah, but, but, it but be, it's but, mostly vegetable okay, matter. Okay, but still. Right. right? You know what? They're, a cow essentially is like a giant juicer. You're just throwing fucking vegetables okay, in there. So, like, what's the girl eating? I mean, whatever. What is she eating? She's eating, depending on the girl. If it's my girl, she's eating vegetables. Right. All right. But even then. Cause if you eat a lot of spinach and stuff, hey, no matter how clean that is, it ain't coming out that nice. But what I'm saying is, we put like there's Wait, there's what are you there's. Getting there's at? I'm but I'm saying that we we like. Are you saying you like shit? The, well, no, 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 no. no. I, I I think it's it's no. But, look but at, what are you saying? What, are what you I'm saying? saying is that it's because it's human. We're already kind of wired and programmed. I mean, what, what people, dudes, cavemen would shit in a cave <laughs> so that if you went in there, you knew that it wasn't your cave to be in. Well, because if you, your own shit wouldn't bother you that much, but it would be somebody else's that you Well, could. okay, let's, well, okay, you wanna get real? Let's get real. All right, that's an interesting, interesting 
introduction into the discussion because not all shits are the same. Okay, not all shits from animals are the same. And this, I'm going to go out on a limb, and, and I'm going to be the one. Everyone could say, Chumahan's the one. Because like, uh, human instance, shit does gross me out, too. Yeah. But it's kind of like we're conditioned for it. Because it should, a cow shit, a cow shit should bother us, too. It's no. shit well, out of a that, cow. That's but what it I was doesn't. Say. Like, like, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Dude, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let's get real. Okay. What about gonna, rabbit shit? Little hit, pellets. You're like, oh, little, little oh, pellets. What's, what's worse? Cow shit or rabbit shit? What's Neither one bother me. No, 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 no. You got to pick a hierarchy. Now, if you have to say. Rabbit shit. You think rabbit shit's worse than cow no, shit? No, cow shit's worse than rabbit shit. I agree. Sean, do you agree? Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Is cow shit worse than deer shit? I think it is. I think cow shit's worse than deer shit. Deer shit. I don't know. I haven't really seen deer shit. Deer shit's like little pebbles. It's clean. It's like rabbit shit. Okay. All right. Do you think, let me ask you a question. All right. What's worse, cow shit or chimpanzee shit? I would think the chimpanzee shit. Sean? Yeah, I I would think so. I've never seen it, but. I mean, I would go with that. Like, like honestly, if someone forced you to Gorilla take a spoon, shit. if someone was like, "You, you, you are gonna die and go to hell and and live in Satan's butthole," or you got to eat one spoonful of shit, and they said you could eat the cow shit, or you could eat this orangutan. I'd be shit. Like, give me the cow shit. Right, cow shit, easy, right? Easy. So, so, so. I mean, everybody's I- thought about what it would be like to eat a piece of cow shit. Everybody's <laughs> thought that. <laughs> Like I could probably wing it. It's Wait, like fucking grass. Where, where do you put it in relation to horse shit? Where do you put cow shit in relation? That's to- what I'm saying. Okay, horse shit and cow shit the same to me. I right. I almost I'm with you there. Yeah. And I almost might pick horse, horse shit for some reason. Uh, me too. I horse would too. Shit seems horse. a little cleaner. Yeah. yeah. Right. Me too. It's not okay. as so flat and big. it's just grass. Yeah, and it's coming in these nice charcoal Pellets. bruquettes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. So, 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 what's interesting and what you're hitting on is that none of us are ever going to eat shit, right. but we all somehow on some level understand like, okay, there's a spectrum of shit. There's you got real fucked up. Now I'm not eating any hyena shit. I can tell you that. Right, right, right. Like I'd eat a tiger shit over a hyena shit any day. Right. Okay. Right. I ain't fucking with that. Cat shit's bad. Cat shit's bad. Bird shit. <sighs> I've already eaten some of that. <laughs> I had a bird shit one time and a little bit went in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> damn. You know, so like you kind of have an idea of like a preference for shit that you're never going to eat. And you're right. Somewhere along the way, the human shit is like real nasty. Ugh. But not your own, even though you wouldn't eat your own human right. shit. Like, like, have you ever smelled your shit and it was real bad and you were kind of proud of it? You were yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You're like, man, I don't even remember eating chili or whatever you think, right? And then you smell someone else's rasty shit, and you feel like your your fucking glands are swelling up. Yeah, like yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You're about to puke. Right, yeah. you're about to get corona in 20. <laughs> right. Right. So I, I think, yeah, I think it might be conditioning. Sean was bringing up a point, which is a good one, which is like, yeah, we should be grossed out by shit because it carries bacteria and, and, and right. you know, half of the diseases that we get is because someone didn't wash their hands and fecal matter got on the food. And that's why you got dysentery or mm-hmm. whatever else you get. Right, you could die. But that's, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. That's what weirds me out about evolution. That's the one thing I kind of don't understand. 
Because the most vulnerable uh, uh, an organism is, like dogs can eat shit. They don't die. I mm. see dogs eat shit all day and an old lady kiss them on the lip. They don't, they just, they don't die. Some yeah, animals yeah, can yeah. eat shit and not die. Billy goats eat shit and not die. Humans, though, if you get like a fucking little piece of fecal particle, you fucking laid up in the hospital. You get fucking cut. <laughs> right. And there's some fecal matter on it. You're getting an infection. Which is crazy to me. Because it's like, in evolutionary terms, the most vulnerable you are, one of, is two things. Sleeping, maybe three. Sleeping, sex, and eating. Like, when you're eating and, or, and you're going after food, either you're trying to kill something that might kill you, or, or you're just not paying attention and you could get killed by something. So it's like, eating, your body should have been set up Cause it's like you eat, and then like a couple hours later, you say goodbye to like half of it. You're like, what? What? There's nice snowing, and mm. you can't pick that back up and eat it. It's inefficient. Dogs can, so it's possible. It would be totally possible. Yet somehow, with humans, it's like it will kill us. And the only, I, I mean, sh- what would explain that, Sean? Like, why would that be? I think it has something to do with the length of their intestines, and they're not able to ingest the the bacteria in the same way that we are but i'm not sure i mean they don't hold on to food and like they don't process it as long as we do i guess i I yeah but i still feel like we have antibodies i would just think that over the thought like now it makes sense because everything's like clean and we don't interact but think about like in the old 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 days when everyone had a rash and Everyone was fucking filthy. Now let me. And everyone's I, eating. Let me Go ask ahead. you this: what? Can you eat a piece of cow shit and be okay? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll fucking. I have. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't think so. I don't actually don't think so. I think you can. So that must mean we've been eating fresh food, like not our. I don't know. It just seems weird that you can't. I read an article where the Japanese, before coronavirus, <laughs> the Japanese were using all the sewage sludge and making protein steaks out of it. Like they were using a like human? a centrifuge. Human? And they, what? Human? Uh, yeah. Th- yeah, because b- b- a, lot of, a lot of scientists, a lot of civil people who think of futurists, they know it's like a real waste. We have all this calories and fucking shit going out in brown logs out to the sea. And they're like, if there was some way, because how are you going to be on a spaceship? One of the, like, you could reduce the food on a spaceship if you could figure out how to recycle poop and turn it into like a ham sandwich. <laughs> Well, and <laughs> spam. Uh-huh. Huh. Nah, that's where fucking Japanese. Uh, Japanese. They actually made a steak, and a guy ate it. If that's where technology is going, I want no part of it. <laughs> I hope that part of technology slows down while I'm on this planet. You know what? Probably like four centuries from now, people are going to be like, "Hmm, that's French sewage. That's um, you got to go drop your poop off at the local waste station." Yeah, you can no longer flush it, and then no more toilets. They'll tell stories about how yeah they used they'll to turn just, you in. They'll they they'll be like. You know, in the old days when Grandpa was a kid, you could you would flush it. It just go away. What a waste, Grandpa. That's just irresponsible. I know. If you're caught taking a dump and getting rid of your waste, you get arrested. <laughs> they give you a ticket. It'll be like $150. You got to pay towards the civil service. Yeah. But um, 
I just think it's weird that like some animals can eat poop and other ones can't. And I just think that like w- our systems must be pretty weak. Like humans are fucked up if you really think about it. Like, like we don't have fur, right? We don't have fur. We're fucking cold. We don't have claws, right? Like we, just, we don't really have claws. We don't have fangs. We don't have a poison. We don't have a cool ass tail. Well, you better look on the internet, man. There's some people out there with some <laughs> fucked up shit, man. <laughs> they got fur. They got claws. They got fangs. They got. Yeah, like yeah. the Mexican werewolf people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, but like that's one in a bazillion. I'm just saying, think about like people are always talking about caveman people, but think about like imagine us as cave people and like out, 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 like at the very beginning, no fur, no fucking claws, no fangs, no fucking scales. Like, honestly, dude, we can't eat our own poop. Like, how did we make it this far? Have you ever, dude? Human babies are helpless. You ever see a horse baby? Mm-hmm. That fucking thing just falls out and starts walking in three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Human baby, it's like three years before it can do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Think about that. Like, how is that? So that, like, when I think about, I even think about this. I was tripping out on this. When was the first human that? was like, you know, like they saw an animal with fur. Somebody. I mean, there was a first person to be like, you know what? I should fucking kill that That thing thing. (laughs) and put that fucking fur on me. I probably wouldn't be as cold as I am. Somebody thought of that. Yeah. Wearing another animal's skin as a as an advantage. (sighs) That's crazy. Do you think that there were parts of the world where they thought of something before that. What do you mean? Like maybe some monks saw some type of cotton factor or something by plant that was yeah, done first. Absolutely. I, I got it. like, wow, that looks like if we did that, we could probably shield our skin from something without killing something. No, you know what? I would say I, I, I thought about that. I actually, as soon as I started thinking about this, I told my wife, and she's like, what? Just can't, I'm trying to change the baby. I'm like, okay, this is an important thought. I thought about that, and I think you might be right. Like, I think... Didn't they rub mud somewhere on them? Well, I'll tell you what. When I read about the fucking Indians, Indians always got animal fat or mud on them. They're never just... It's crazy. I read these, these scout reports and all these other things. The Indian, like, Indians were moisturizing. Like with bear fat all over their body already to keep off the mosquitoes. And, and they stay I probably warm. Because, you know, sometimes those runners, those marathon or those, those Iron Man people, they put Vaseline all, all over them. Right, and it kind of insulates them. Insulate, right. So I think you're right. Probably mud. Well, so if you believe evolution, then and everyone seems to agree, although no one's 100% sure, we all came out of Africa where it was warm. So at that level, you might not have needed necessarily a fur. Right. Okay. And you would have needed some dark skin, right? Yeah. And you would have needed mud, maybe. Either to keep the fucking bugs off you, right? And then, but somewhere along the way, somebody was like, okay, well, we're in a moderate climate. Maybe if I just wrap myself up with some leaves, Uh right? right. right." And that was better than nothing. 
That was like being a homeless guy with a newspaper. You don't have a tent. You don't have a parka. But you got at least a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And then somebody was like, look at that bear. That fucker's never cold. Right. Yeah. Look yeah. at that fucking shit. And that's even before they knew how to tan it. Meaning like. Oh, they probably just cut it off raw. That's what I'm saying. And threw it on them. Yeah, and it lasted for like a month, and it got dry and chipped away. Somebody had to figure out, like, how do we make the skin soft? Think about that. Of course, bro. Eventually, what the Indians used was shit in the in the animal's brain. There's chemicals in the brain that is used to tan the hide so it remains soft, pliable, and, Jeez, and lasts. how the fuck did they figure that out? I got to believe. It's part of the brains? They use like yeah, the brains? Yeah, absolutely. It's a well-known thing. How did they figure that out? Trial and error. Probably it started with its balls, kidneys, stomach, poop. I mean, they probably tried everything on that. Same way they made uh, uh, tennis rackets out of uh, out of cat's guts. Stuff like that. So, I, so I'm thinking. But anyway, my point is, is like human beings uh, were pretty fucking. Now, you look at chimps. And they know that chimps make shoes. They've fi- they've seen chimps making shoes out of grass, little sandals out of grass to go over hard rocks. Really? Yeah. So chimps have figured that out. You can look it up. Chimps figured that out. They've also figured out how to use the grass to pull bugs out of things. So there is some tool use. So uh, I would imagine that as humans evolved, they were never just like all of a sudden there. With no knowledge, at some somewhere along the way, they they were standing on the shoulders of whatever came before them. But I'm just saying, somebody was like, "Fuck, look at that bear! I bet you, if I wore that fur, I wouldn't need to fucking wrap up in mud. Might be better than mud. Whatever, I don't know." But I was just thinking about that. I'm like, "Man, that's fucking crazy." It's related to the coronavirus and the pandemics, though, because. All, all of the flu and all of the coronaviruses are from animals that have jumped to human beings. So our relationship with domesticating these animals has uh, caused there to be these diseases. So like the bird flus, right? The H1N1s, all those flus that live in the birds as soon as the farmers started saying like we're going to capture these ducks and we're going to raise ducks on the farm you got a breeding ground right there and then on top of that you also have the pigs and the pigs are the go-between that's why they call it swine flu Mm. because the pig cells are somewhat similar to the bird ones and somewhat similar to the human ones so when if the virus goes from the bird to the pig it can develop in there enough of a similarity with the human system to then go to the human. And then, of course, bats, bush meat, like all this wild meat that they eat in these wet markets. Mm-hmm. Like, right? So there's a, another thing that goes on is there's an international market for all this wild, exotic game. Right, in China. Originally, they let them start doing that because there was famine all over. Right. Problem is, is that a lot of these viruses come in. Now, normally, it's not a problem because the viruses are so far different. But because of the way a virus replicates... All it takes is just one. All it takes is just fucking one. Gets into your system. Like for coronavirus, when it gets into your system, it's got... So it's called corona because of the all the spikes, these protein spikes on it. So like I said, one of it's a key, a skeleton key that opens up your cell, right? And, it go, and, then, in, and then it goes inside the cell. Now, 
your body has two systems, a couple of different immune systems, how to fight shit. One is innate, and then one is adaptive. The innate one is like your skin is an innate one. It keeps shit out. And then all the generalized barriers, and some of which is your white blood cells just going to a certain area and eating bacteria, which is not a virus, but bacteria is a different type of organism, going and eating the bacteria and killing it, and that's like you get pus and all that other shit. That's kind of like your innate one. It doesn't need to recognize anything because those injuries aren't infecting the DNA of your own cells. That's a different danger, totally different danger. So when the virus comes, that's your adaptive system. The coronavirus is a fucking ninja virus. Why? Because your cells have a couple of backup systems to deal with viruses when they come in. First, the virus breaks through, the cell comes in. Then it releases its genetic information, right? Because it wants to start replicating. All of our cells have in them little fucking mechanisms to kill foreign genetic information because they've already somewhere along the way we've dealt with some kind of shit like this before so our cells already have proteins to fucking kill that genetic information before it can replicate but unfortunately the coronavirus has anticipated this attack and it has proteins that slow that process down so right away foreign genetic material comes in our cells like fuck Send out the troops, and then the coronavirus has a counterattack with snipers that keep those troops at bay so it can continue to replicate. Then the other thing that our cells have is a backup system, which is like, well, if that happens, we're going to release these inflammatory, I think they're called interferons. We're going to release these inflammatory chemicals into the bloodstream to wake up our white blood cells and the rest of our immune system. You got cells who are like Patton, like General Patton, who are directing the the attack cells to certain areas. And all these chemicals and inflammation that's going on, that's what's happening. There's cells that are being woken up and saying, we gotta come over here, and they lead the attack cells to the cell to attack. But coronavirus has a fucking counterattack against that. They got a little protein package that they release that slows down that inflammation. So the, the normal white blood cells that will come and find the infected cell, it takes forever for it to come find it. And then finally, our cells have a self-destruct button. If it can't do any of those things, it'll just pull the pin and blow itself up, killing the virus that's in it. But the coronavirus also has proteins that slow down the self-destruct. And the coronavirus basically has about five different mechanisms that block all our attempts to knock it out real early. That's the most information I've even ever heard about this virus. Right. Now... I got to go get my sweatshirt out of the car. So, <laughs> yeah. so but th that comes from uh, animals and farming and probably these giant factory farms. I don't know. If, Sean, have you ever visited like a... Yeah. A, 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 a wet farm? Have, no, a wet even farm. just a chicken farm. Have you ever seen... Have you ever been in towards a chicken farm? I've been to a dairy farm, but not a chicken farm. I've seen one on like a documentary. Right. I was in Peru, and one of the ancient ruins that we were going to had a chicken farm. And our vehicle, we all had to stay inside the vehicle, and the vehicle was sprayed with some chemical as it entered, because the road cut through this farm. As it entered the vehicle, 
uh, entered the land, and then when we left, it got sprayed as well wow. to make sure that we didn't bring in any kind of weird virus with us into the chicken thing, and then anything that was with the chickens didn't get onto the car either as we left. It was crazy. So, anyway, you got any questions, Sean? <laughs> Should we all go vegan or what? Um. Yeah, I think so. Personally, at this point, I don't. I I'm not. I mean, I I say go vegan for the sake of the animals myself, but I certainly think that the viruses add to the argument. Right. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, none of the, pr the dude. I've been vegan now for three and a half years, four years, and I mean, I I ran this morning two hours. I fucking work out. I eat protein. I'm not, you know, emaciated and falling down. I don't have scurvy. My teeth aren't falling out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I mean, why why would you ask? I mean, are you thinking of going vegan? No, I was just thinking, like, <laughs> if the factory farming thing is such a breeding ground for, you know, these viruses, and if this is just going to continue to happen, and all these mutant it, things are just going to continue. The virus is just going to continue to mutate. This is just going to be a problem after problem. For sure. And honestly, if you think about other organisms, like other reptiles, birds, mammals, and all that other stuff, you think about that, you don't need scientists creating shit in a dish. You've got just thousands of living organisms that are growing shit inside them right now. Right. You really you don't need any of that. And dude, dude, and if you think about it, like you look if you look at the at the history of pandemics, you start to realize like, eh, you know what, man, this is just the hardest hitting one. But there's been a there's been there was Ebola, there was Zika, there was uh, SARS. There was um, swine flu, avian flu. There's cholera. There's polio. There's fucking all the different flus. So, like, when you think about it, there's probably, like, a pandemic, like, every three years. Oh, for sure. Maybe once every year, right? What was the um, mosquito-related one in... in um Malaria. Yeah. So... I mean, malaria has been a problem forever. Like that's just a problem. That that's one of the reasons why they say that the uh, the British used uh, African um, African slaves was because they had they stood a slightly better chance than everyone else against malaria, which was huge in southeast uh, the southeast the eastern side of North America. Shit. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess we we can leave it there. Yeah. I mean, you have any questions? Do you have any? Steve, is there anything else? Well, like seriously. Sean, did Sean want to tell us about that time he was eating motherfucking dog at that, that wet market, Bang Lock Mall? <laughs> want to talk to us about that and tell us about that experience? <laughs> Were you buying rats and dog over at that wet market, Dung Lock Mall? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weirdest? animal you ever ate steve an eel that's the weirdest that's it uh that and a chocolate covered cricket 
Those are the two worst. Uh, two. I, I, you when ever, I have eaten, did you I, ever eat rattlesnake? I never ate rattlesnake. I will tell you right now, I, when I was balls. a kid, no, I'd like to try those. Those, though, are good. those are good. I'd like to try those. You know, but when I was young, um, I remember going to a, friend, a restaurant, French restaurant, I forget the name of it, with my mom and dad, and we we had frog legs. And I find that extremely disgusting now. <laughs> like I could, as soon as I got to junior high and we did the the biology class with the frogs, yeah. I was like, "Who in the fuck would eat a frog? Frogs are disgusting, man. Those are disgusting creatures. Who would eat a frog?" Ugly. Made me sick. Like snails, I love escargot. Love them. How what? do you reckon that? How do you reckon that? Because that's like a ball of good chewy garlic. Yeah, but I mean, you've seen a snail. How yeah, much? Yeah, you... slug doesn't. Yeah, a little slug inside there. That thing's like chewy. Those things are meant to be. Eaten, yeah, but like, why is a frog like worse a than a slug? Nah, frog's disgusting. Why Look is a frog? Legs, the tendons, and the muscle, and the bones. And the... But you eat chicken. Not anymore. No, but I mean, you you don't think chicken. It grosses me out. Drumstick? Does a drumstick Now gross? they gross me out. A thigh or a drumstick. Yeah, now it grosses me out. And I love fried chicken. I just, now it's like I'm picking up a body part and eating it. Like a snail or the little thing that comes out of a snail. That's like not a body part. What's, you know, it's just like a little. What treat. about fish? Just a little gem. Fish? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but a frog's different. A fish doesn't have like is it? Legs. It's not like the limb and the tendon, and you can move it around and like that. That bums me out, man. What, what, what it's about like a lamb? lizard leg. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> what about like leg of lamb? Ugh. I, well, I don't eat lamb. I've always been disgusted with the smell of it. But a steak, I guess you don't see a limb on a steak. Uh, uh, I mean, a steak. And let me tell you, I, we, I mean, we're talking to me right now, and my my attitude has changed. Right, right, right. So. A, I love steak, bro, but a big piece of flesh. Yeah. Cutting into a big piece of flesh. Yeah. That idea grosses me out, bro. Wow. Like if I have, if I get a, I've had the kind of idea lately now that I'm kind of plant-based now. Yeah. I was just talking about this yesterday with somebody. If I get that craving, that craving is going to come in the form of one. Go. A fish. Fish maybe. Like okay. a piece of fish won't bum me out. Uh -huh. White fish or how but a, a, a burger. I might eat the burger because the burger's like, it's got all the other stuff on it. It's ground up. There's the melted cheese right, or whatever we have on it. You can't see you can't its relationship to the anatomy right. of the fucking thing. Right. Now, I don't want to eat it because I also, like Chumahan has described, I now have a feeling for the animal. Right. Okay. Right, right. But then there's the, there's the health aspect, right? right. There's the animal, which... My biggest thing is the animal. We're doing those animals. Yeah. And then the third one is the physical knowing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That thing. And if it looks like a body part, if it looks like a big piece of flesh from the thigh of a fucking cow, <laughs> like that bums me out. Like that doesn't sound attractive. Like I can't get my head around taking the knife and cutting a chunk and then chewing it in my mouth. Bums me out now, but but, like, Sean's a full-on meat eater. I mean, this guy, it's a pork belly man. Sure. Or, I mean, maybe not anymore. I don't know. What are you? Sean, you're listening to that. Does that bother you? You look at a fucking... You, <sighs> what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten, animal-wise? Um, I don't know. Maybe sea urchin. Um, mm -hmm. I love eel, man. Eel's great. Eel's good. Um, yeah, it's like a fish. That's what cool. else? What's something it's kind of like a snake? Strange. Fish. I mean, you know. Do you ever eat rattlesnake? I've had snake before. 
What's rattlesnake like, by the way? Like dried chicken. <coughs> it's Everything's like, like chicken. Oh, you know what is this? It's because because it's like chicken. It, it is. It, it's like it's like chicken. It is because it's a white meat. It's is it a white meat? When you peel that skin back, I like the way they peel the skin off of a, <laughs> of a snake whenever they show that. I had yeah. ostrich. <laughs> Real inhumane. You had ostrich, yeah. right? Oh I yeah, ostrich, I had ostrich jerky, burger, which was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, bro? You've eaten bear, right? I've eaten bear. I've, dude. You're supposed I've, to bring me some bear ones. I've eaten bear. Mm-hmm. I've eaten alligator. I've Ooh, eaten, alligator too. Alligator. It's like a. It's like, it's like some, chicken too. It's like between <laughs> chicken and fish. Is it uh, white meat as well? Yep, it's white meat. I've eaten frog's legs. I've eaten uh, escargot. I've eaten, you know. Uh-huh. And dude, listen, let me tell you something. I've even, but I've killed animals, and I've been the one that carved up their body and then just threw it on the fucking. Right off the. Right off the. I got pictures of me and King Salmon skinning a deer I killed, and we're just coated in blood. It's like hanging by the. And then, and then you just like whack off a fucking forearm or whatever the fuck it is, and you just throw it on there or something. That doesn't bother me. None of that part. But I'll tell you the thing that I ate that I couldn't keep down. Because mm-hmm. the only people that could. German keep, Shepherd. Oh, uh, no. I, I don't think I've ever eaten it. I would try a dog, but a German. That, I don't know. Okay. That's. I would try a black dog in Korea. Okay. Okay. But man, not a German Shepherd in America. That's cold, bro. I know. A I know. black dog. He good enough to eat, but I ain't going <laughs> to eat no little fucking. Yorkshire Terrier. Listen, I went to Chinatown, San Francisco. Okay, mm-hmm. the real Chinatown. Mm-hmm. That's fucking bullshit. All right, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna eat some fucking weird, mm-hmm. real weird. And, and so I went to the restaurant, and they had a giant tank, and inside the tank were sea cucumbers. It looked like. Giant uncircumcised dicks right, just flowing. Right, right, right. I go, you know what? I go, Garcon. 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 Bring me the fucking sea cucumber, right? Mr. Big Shot. Mm-hmm. They brought it over to the plate. I'm like, where's the sea cucumber? All I see here are strips of fucking gelatinous fucking cartilage material. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> They're like, dog, dog, that's the sea cucumber. I go, oh, don't worry about it. Where's the soy sauce? <laughs> right. So I fucking put that on there. It was like eating semi-hard snot. Yeah. And I couldn't swallow it, bro. Not I almost good. threw up right there. That was my limit. Have you ever had okay. gooey duck? Oh, I love gooey duck. That's nothing to me. Gooey duck. But that dude, that's that's like what I, that's what I ordered for my birthday cake. I'm an ice cream cake. Gooey duck. Abalone? Okay, so let me... Abalone. I love abalone. Let me ask you this then, Sean and Shumon. Go ahead. Have you guys eaten a possum? No. Fuck, man. No. Because possum pie is a real thing that they make down south. I know. I know. They also eat squirrel. Okay, so the possum, possums are the one thing on the planet. Yeah. That scared the shit out of me. I'm I'm scared. Like, if I see a possum, they look crazy. I, well, I'll get rat. chills and I'll run if I see a possum. Okay, I try <laughs> to shoot a possum. One. But you burned one in a wall, right? Yeah, I burned one. Yep, yep. So possums really scare me, dude. When especially with the hiss and the teeth and the whole thing. Oh, bro. They got and those weird tails, buck teeth, and that leathery skin. Oh, bro, that they're scary, dude. Those are fucking scary dude, you animals. You see the terror in, in Steve's eyes. Oh, right? yeah. Not even. And playing. then, uh, and then here's the other one that they eat. Go ahead. Armadillos. And that's just a possum with a shell. <laughs> Think about that. That's true. 
<laughs> those are big rats with right. shells. That's what it is. So I don't that those two creatures I can't see people eat. I'll never, ever, ever would never eat anything like that. Dude, listen, if you were stuck in a boat in the desert and on the verge of nearly dying, you would eat one. And raw. You would eat one raw. You would, you would. Yeah, I'd probably fucking cut your fucking finger off and eat it raw. Sure, you probably eat my finger before <laughs> you, you eat yeah, the possum. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so look it. I'll tell you what. I ate. Okay, I went to Peru, and I ate one of those guinea pigs. Guinea pig. That's what they eat in Peru. What's a guinea pig? That little fluffy thing that some kids have as a pet. Oh, yeah. Right. They're like gerbils. Big gerbils. I ate one of those from an old lady with a black hat, and she put it on a stick. What? <laughs> like the whole thing, bones and legs and everything? Whole thing. On a stick. She put it in the fire, roasted the fur off. Where was this? Peru. Oh, shit. Cause it's like I, eating a rat, bro. It, it was. Ex- I mean, I've never eaten a rat, but that must have been what it was like. And I'll tell you something. It wasn't that good. It wasn't terrible. But it wasn't that How good. much of it did you eat? Did you eat a bite and then you fucking chucked nah, it? Nah, I chewed up the, the forearms in the back. What? But it was real greasy, man. It was a uh, real... <laughs> that's disgusting, man. That's like, the worst shit ever. That's a rat, dude. I know. It's called... It's in Peru. They call it cooey. 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 Give you the cooties. <laughs> Got it. But, hey, Sean, do you agree that that's basically essentially eating a rat? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. I'm telling you, it looked like a rat without its fur on because it was yeah, just like Yeah, of course bloated. it did because it's related to the rat. She just it's rolled it on the fire like a, a marshmallow. You ate a rodent. I did eat a rodent. I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, but the sea cucumber was still worse than that. But it's the rodent and the reptile. Now, I know the snake's a reptile too. It is. But there's something like it kind of goes against my nature to like 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 the last thing i would eat probably on the planet would be a cat the last thing dude cats don't seem like there's something about the cat like cat shit cat just a cat like even their meat the cat oh that's you know you don't eat that then rodents rodents but and then reptiles those things you're not supposed to eat you know what man I kind of understand what you're saying, like, cause cats got a kind of a smell about it. Dude, it's like a chemically smell, right? Like the meat, and they're is probably poisonous. really greasy and like really. The meat is poisonous, right? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Like I a cat, that. you don't eat. I would you eat a horse? Yeah, a horse is close to like a fucking. To me, a horse would be close to a cow, like a big deer. Yeah, bro, right in there. It's a mammal, you know. But think about it, pig is. I mean. When you pigs when, are gross, they are. They but are like, gross. But bacon is good. It tastes so good. And pork chops are good. But the thing is, is it's <laughs> like when you look at when you look at a pig from the outside. When you initially walk up on it, you're like, "That's a disgust." I'm not gonna eat that. Things fucking crazy looking. That's a crazy looking animal, a pig. It is, man. It is. How uh, does that thing even live? A boar is more right, appetizing that, to me. Than a pig. Right. Pig is like a boar with no clothes on. Right. Yeah. Hey, what is like that? A, like a chubby naked boar. God. 
Yeah. When its feet don't make any sense, I look at the fucking pig the, and, and the like, nose, right? And, and then like, the tail, none of it matches up. Nothing right? makes sense. Nope. The fucking thing doesn't do anything, and yet it's huge. I don't know what it's eating. I've not, I mean, I see it root around, but it doesn't seem like it's eating enough for all of that. I think they, they, they eat, well, they ground up pigs and feed it back to the pigs. I mean, they yeah. do that to almost all the animals. Do they? Oh, wow, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. They, I mean, animals, whatever. They don't know. Dude, listen. If you if you were in your house like with people the people that you live with and then, and then one disappeared yeah. and then some fucking bags of to go food came dude you know what since we're talking about this I thought I saw I thought I saw something in the news about cannibals boy hey man this guy uh, this guy Juman's really talking about like. Humans eating their own shit. Humans eating <laughs> humans. Like, are you picking up on any of this, Sean? <laughs> Our boy. Our boy was hitting the bottle of scotch before we started the show today, or what? <laughs> no, nah, dude, I'm always thinking about weird okay, shit like okay. that. I always, I'm always thinking about that. I mean, so you read some news that broke about cannibalism? Yeah, there was some. It was like one of the Rockefellers. I didn't know this. Got eaten by cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> what? I like that. Yeah, I like this story. Motherfucker like, was on an excursion yeah, that he shouldn't have been yeah, on. Yeah, motherfucker. And they like laughed and boiled him up and then pulled him apart. <laughs> Let's see if I can find this thing. Rockefeller. Yeah, it was like one of the grandsons who was like in sure. New Guinea. You know, Michael Rockefeller. Right. <laughs> Is that what it says? I think so. Let me see if I can. Uh, let's see. Oh, in New Asmat. Guinea. Asmat. He was it, eaten by the Asmat Indians. Really? <laughs> wow. Hazmat <laughs> Yeah, he was like apparently they like you know caught him and then boiled him up and then pulled him apart. And then they mashed him up into different like health shakes or something. <laughs> they ate awesome. <laughs> yeah. What was, was he the fuck? He was out of bounds, huh? Yeah. Well, listen, you want to travel the world? Well, you got to see it. You got to see it, my friend. You went places most people don't go. Mm -hmm. You went places most people don't go. Right into the asthmat fucking digestive system. Damn. Him and his crew, they all got taken down. I think it might have just been him. I think the boat, I think what it was is the the boat fucked up, and he had to swim ashore, and then he swam ashore, and like the, these New Guinea-like tribe was like, <laughs> like, look at this guy, it looks like a cream puff, let's eat him. <laughs> <laughs> I think right before he showed up, they're like, are you hungry? I'm no. hungry, man. Man, and then all of a sudden, it was are like. you a gift from God. He looked yeah, like a gift from God. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, the Asmat region of southwestern New Guinea, dude. Whoa. Dude, I don't know. If you're a tribe and you're called Asmat, that ain't good. Dude, that's an early. <laughs> if your tribe's known for eating people, you better stay far away from them. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess my, uh, Rockefeller went and he was going there and he said something like, it's the desire to do something adventurous when he was explaining why he was going to that area. It's like at a time when frontiers in the real sense of the word are disappearing. And I guess... He got to a frontier and he disappeared. disappeared yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but, um, dude, let's roll through these. All right, let me roll through the scariest headlines on this virus shit real quick, and you tell me if any of these pique your interest. Coronas coronavirus found in air samples up to 13 feet from patients. Does mm. that matter to you? Nah, it doesn't matter to me. CDC, cases double in a week. Former FDA commissioner. This is far more deadly than the Spanish flu. Yeah, that, that's scary. Does that, do you believe that? No. 
Let's see. Former Food and Drug Administration Commissioner Scott Gottlieb on Friday warned that the coronavirus would have been more deadly than the Spanish flu that happened in 1918. That's a good point. I mean, in 1918, they didn't have, they just learned about bacteria and germ. They didn't know about virus. Right. They didn't know that. They thought that the Spanish flu was a bacteria. That you, you can see a bacteria from a microscope, uh, not a microscope, a fucking magnifying glass. That's how they found it in pond water. Uh, virus is so small that you have to use an electron microscope to see it. Wow. Which means you can't use normal light. You have to shoot a beam of electrons at it. So um, he's saying it would have been worse because we don't have the, we have a completely different health understanding. So that part makes sense to me. Let's see. Um, patients report strange new symptoms. Fizzing. Have you heard Fizzing. that? Fizzing. Yeah. Fizzing. So apparently a lot of people who are getting sick, like half of them are feeling buzzing in their body that they're calling fizzing. Something's going on neurologically with them when they're sick. There's a buzzing. Something's going on, like some kind of whatever, and it's called fizzing now, which is kind of crazy. Half have neurological problems. Nearly half of severe COVID-19 cases showed neurological symptoms. Um, so now they're not only is this thing causing the normal kind of like respiratory shit, but um, there's impaired consciousness, according to a study that was released on Friday for nearly half of them. Uh, the study conducted by several researchers in Wuhan, China, examined the symptoms of 214 coronavirus patients and found nearly half had severe cases of neurological issues. What is neurological? That has to do with your nervous system. Okay, it is nervous, all right. So that's what's, I mean, I don't know. So that's what, that's what the medic was saying. It's like People don't really know. Michigan bans travel between residences. Boston suburb threatens $100 fines to anyone walking in wrong direction. Uh, Congress, right, okay, so what are they talking about? They're saying essentially that, uh, what is the wrong direction? Oh, police in the suburb of Beverly noticed locals brushing up against one another as they walked in opposite directions along a busy street, fearing the residents might inadvertently be spreading COVID-19. They implemented one-way sidewalks. Mm. So... They don't want people bumping into each other. Everyone's walking. Have you seen the videos, those reenactments of, have you seen the digital reenactments of the p person sneezing in a grocery store and how the disease spreads through that? And then, like, they showed from the, the computer model how it'll go over into the next aisle. When you sneeze in a normal grocery store aisle, according to this, computer model it, the particles also will go over to the next aisle so you could be think you're safe away and people are wow. sneezing into your fucking face Boy. don't walk directly behind people because from their models it showed like but of course the model didn't seem to take into account wind like what if the wind's blowing they didn't show any of that uh, uh mm. burning man was canceled does that surprise anybody no nope. italy extends the lockdown despite business pressure uh, fear of second wave in summer cities begin canceling Fourth of July events. They're actually ready for a second wave. The feds cover up a nursing home deaths. I mean, this is just ravaging nursing homes. Did you see the island in New York where they were doing the mass graves? Nope. 
They fucking have, it looks as big as a landing strip for an airplane uh-huh. on an island, Heart Island, I think is what it's called. And they've dug out two caskets wide strips and they're putting plywood caskets in because there's, got, there's so many dead bodies. They can't bury them all in normal cemeteries. They're going to just lay them out on these islands in giant mass graves. Um, Beverly Hills orders face masks worn in public. Uh, even the gorillas are under lockdown. Apparently, gorillas can get COVID, can get the the virus. If that makes sense. Um, Trump uh, is on the Congo line and dancing and mixing with people and shaking hands and playing golf during the whole <laughs> during. Does that surprise you, Steve? Trump's at Mar-a-Lago doing the conga line, which is now called the Trump train. They call it the Trump train there at Mar-a-Lago. Does that surprise you? Where's Mar-a-Lago? Florida. Oh boy. <laughs> Steve's Steve's powering down right now. All right. So listen, I want to give a shout out to uh, all the truck drivers, all the cashiers, oh all the yeah. restaurant people yes. that are still sending food out. I want to give a big shout out to the doctors, to the nurses, um, to anyone who's delivering food for people who don't have it. Thank you very much for being on the front line. Sean, do you got anything to add? Right, Steve. Uh, I just want to give a big thank you to some of our sponsors, Manscape. Right. Go to Manscape. Lucky twenty is the promo code. I also want to, uh, you know, give a shout out to um, L.A. Originals, Esteban and Orioles documentary on Netflix. Check it out. Yeah, Mr. Cartoon, Esteban Oriol, Netflix, L.A. Originals. If you want to see the history. Uh, in a really exciting way, go fucking watch that. Do yourself a favor. Don't act like you don't have the time because you know you got a lot of downtime right now. If you're in Westwood Village, California, go to Enzo's Pizzeria. We love Enzo's Pizzeria. Supermax Hardware. Right. Uh, coming soon. Right. Supermax uh, Hardware. And, and, and I want to talk about law. Uh, OvandaBowen.com. Chumahan Bowen. I'm tell you guys. I I got a lot of cases going right now. If I could share the details with you, it'd make your hair curl. But I'm going to tell you, come see me. Ask me a question. I'll shoot you straight. I've actually had a couple of listeners actually DM me. I didn't charge them anything. Give them a little bit of advice. But let me know, and I'll even let you know whether or not it's worth the money. I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Either fuck it or fight it. Call me up. 310-775-5169. All right. Thank Cookies. You. Cookies. Cannabis, cookies, Cannabis. and vibes, rolling papers. Right. Hey, Sean, what's what about your what? What do you got to plug? <laughs> <laughs> and then also, dude, if people want to learn how to do kundalini, kundalini, how do you say it? Kundalingus. Cunnilingus yoga. (laughs) (laughs) Cunnilingus yoga. Um, Who do they go? Who's the master? Who's the one they go to? How do they do it? (laughs) Right on. Okay. With that, with that raving endorsement, uh, invincibleheal.com. Matt King's King Salmon. You know what, Steve? I b- believe it or not. I know he's coming on the show. No, 
But I've even gotten a couple of DMs from people who are like, when's King Salmon coming up? Your voice, your King Salmon voice kills me, mm. and everyone has a King Salmon in their family, and we need to know how to deal with it. Yep, we're going to bring him on. Dude, we're going to bring King Salmon on. Dude, we're, we're, dude, we're trying to convince him to stop. So it's Cornhole. Cornhole, I guess, got shut down from the coronavirus. Oh, and that's not a business that's stable. Well, dude, I guess fucking... I, Fuck I'm, me! <laughs> dude, I guess I gotta fucking... You know what, dude? I'm actually getting a lot of orders for virtual cornhole. Right now, dudes are going on online, and they're going on the fucking Zoom, and they're just setting up in their garage and fucking doing cornhole. They call it ghost hole. Ghost holing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story, by the way. But he, we're trying to convince him to do cornhole masks. Like, why don't you sewing bags? Why don't you sew masks? Right, Sean? Yeah. And what was his attitude? He wasn't even. He was like, D why? Why wasn't? What's yeah. wrong with him? You're making bags, masks are real simple. From that. <laughs> exactly. It's like half a bag. Just open the bag up and That's throw some elastic fucking bands his on. His new it. thing is, is he's like. Dude, I'm gonna get into fucking ultraviolet light, dude. I <laughs> see. Don't tell me too much of that, cause I'm gonna get pissed off. <laughs> no, dude. I was already working on it, dude. First of <laughs> all, look, fucking, dude. I went back and looked at some of my designs that I was designing. I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking creative I'm a fucking motherfucker. Genius. I didn't realize it. I'm a fucking genius, dude. The fucking ultraviolet. I'm thinking about putting it in a sweater, like in the pockets. So that you could just put your park and fucking ultraviolet light kills viruses. So you might want to save some money, Steve, and invest in some yes. of that. King Salmon's yeah. got some investments. King Salmon, his investment, uh, his holding company is called the Royal Creations. Royal Creations. Let me know. There's shares available, but they're going like hotcakes, <laughs> people. So you better. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Right. So what do we say about this time? We're going to say hasta la vista, adios, and ciao from the Hard Luck Show. Okay.